morning, Koya, and thank you again for um, joining me on um, planting the seed. It's a pleasure. It's absolutely pleasure to be here. So, yeah, so thank you so much. Um, today, I was kind of thinking about what we should talk about that is, um, that's kind of connected to what we talked about last time and is a tiny bit different. And I thought about how you mentioned the uni that you went to being Roehampton. And I went to um, Derby University and I was just wondering, we had, it sounded like we had similar um, experiences, but I'm just also quite aware that we would have had definitely different experiences as well. So I wanted to kind of get um, your viewpoint on your experiences at that university uh, um, from like a black perspective. And then also, to to look at how we can diversify and try and diversify the actual um, course so it is more open to to everybody um, moving forward really oh that's a big question <laughs> um so where do i begin okay so Um, if I'm honest, which I have to be, training was really, 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 really difficult. Mm -hmm. um, um, difficult because I'm in an institution that is very white. Yeah. And I'm not even talking the building as in the university. I'm talking about the profession um, yeah. in itself. Um, so on my course, there was, I think it's 12 of us. Um, mm -hmm. Three, there was originally four people of color. Um, mm -hmm. One of them went back to her country. Um, and then there was an Asian lady and mm -hmm. myself and another black lady. Okay. Um, and that was it out of us on the, on the um, course. And it's hard because the course did actually change my life in the fact of the training um, and what I learned about myself. Yeah. Um, but I also felt, I'm just going to say, I felt abused and offended oh. a lot on the course because the course material that we had to use, some of the stuff we had to read, um, I have a real issue with um Jung that mm -hmm. everybody believes is this he's the godfather he's the foundation and it's just like well he was extremely racist and extremely offensive and some of the literature that we had to read some of the things that I brought to teachers when they say things like <sighs> things like yeah I know it's, I'm really having a, a hard time here because as a black person, um, I don't understand how this is going to work for me. How do I work with my people with this? Um, yeah. You know, um, and they're like, yeah, it's really difficult. <laughs> no resolution, no, you know, I've had some pretty harsh experiences on the course. I was told by a teacher, um, basically, 
I, we had a discussion about race and I said to the teacher about um, how I'm feeling and the teachers, well, first of all, I asked, are we going to do anything about around race and mental health mm-hmm. and what that looks like? And I was told, yeah, 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 at some point we'll do some diversity something and then never heard anything about it again. When I did bring it up, um, one of the teachers asked, as I, no, he asked me actually, have I read why I'm no longer talking to white people about race? And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. And I was like, and what did you think about it? He was like, yeah, I can relate. As a white male in a predominantly mm. white female profession, mm. I, I, was, I was, what is he talking about? <laughs> We did, oh, what is that? I've forgotten what it's called. Where you have to do your monster. You go through your different stages anyway, and it's about releasing all of those uh, negative uh, sayings, thoughts, feelings on self and all that and releasing yourself. Um, And through that, through the process. So when we finished that, they said go and process. And in the process, I just thought, well, this isn't going to work for black people because we're in a we're in an we're in an environment that treats us as though we are not human because of the color of our skin. And so yeah. many things are affected by this. So yeah. I may be able to do this, get this out of my system and do it, but it's almost like you're gonna to have to have a top-up <laughs> every yeah. so often back out into the world you're still dealing with these things and as much as you may uh there's some things that's going to stick yeah so it's going to build up it's going to build up it's going to build up so you're going to need to do so that's that's what I was trying to bring to them that this is what we're going to have to do well first of all the teacher didn't want to hear what I had to say she kind of dismissed it oh no not, not, not right now not right now we'll speak about it later and I said that's my issue my life is not as and when it suits yourself. I'm trying to explain yeah. something to you here because it can help other yeah. people that come onto these calls that look like me if we're telling the truth, but also if you're telling the truth based on what you're get, receiving from experience of somebody who looks like me and is saying this is what's happened. Yeah, so that became my whole thing. Um, I... My group, the group mm-hmm. that I was with, I have to say were amazing. Um, yeah. I, um, my peers, my white peers, um, in wanting to learn, wanting to know, um, asking questions, mm-hmm. um, challenging me as well. So some things that they just didn't get. It was, it was mm. put in my place for me to be, I'm not put in my place as in force, but I took it on board as well. Um, quite you know with with no issues but being in a space where they would ask me questions where I had to have to think about how I would uh, how I answer it not because they're making me feel the way but more about I need to get these people to really understand because they don't actually get it yeah some they don't actually get it like they literally don't so that was a wake-up call for me as well but yeah my group were amazing they were really um wanting to understand wanting to know what's going on, mm-hmm. um, looking, searching for information. Even now we're still in contact and I'm still getting information. They're still asking for things. And when I send things over, um, people are open for the information and taking it in because they're still learning. And it? it's, it's, it's a learning yeah. process. 
I feel I feel like it's important that we have mm-hmm. more drummers that look like us. I'm also aware how damaging it could mm-hmm. the, the potential for damage re-traumatizing. Um, yeah, so did I enjoy mm, it's a difficult one to say whether I enjoyed it or if I there's parts of it that I enjoyed enjoyed and yeah. the rest of it I feel like I endured. Right. Okay. I'm happy to be on the other side now. Um, yeah. But it's difficult because when people ask me, especially black people, and um, when they ask me, I say, oh, I'm drama first, they're like, what's that? Blah, blah, blah. And then I say, what drama? Oh, that's really interesting. Something mm. like that. I would be. And, you, and it's like, you want to say, yeah, go for it because this is us. It's, and that's another thing. I've never. I mean, I haven't done any other therapies. I mean, a therapeutic well-being, but I, I, this was definitely for me because there was just this innate uh, understanding of the creativity of mm-hmm. drama therapy and how that actually relates to our lives. And I know yeah. as black people, we're not one, we're not all one in it, we're, but there's so many similarities that we all have that mm-hmm. I found therapy for things that we do so rituals our ceremonies our um our storytelling um yeah. that's a that, that's a that's a not that's so like normal like the rituals the ceremonies the storytelling as black people how we yeah. are and what we do the spirituality even though they still try to box it in with drama therapy but the spirituality of, of drama therapy as well all of those things is what drew me to drama therapy and then mm. I find out that that's because actually uh, there's been a huge uh, back in what, 1925 or something? Mm. Um, East Africa, he went North Africa, he went East Africa, you know, the dark Africa. <sighs> anyway. Um, from Jung and then obviously they expanded it from Jung they expanded it so the creative therapies are actually based foundationally based on Jung's ideas and his teachings and all mm. of those sorts of things so we start with Jung you went to Africa and found you you, you know us as object we we were subjects for you to be you know uh what's the word examining and yeah using from your colonized the colonizer to colonized um, psyche, if you like. Yeah. Um, and then you've got others that have taken it further. So using art therapies, drama therapy, all the creative arts anyway. And the lady that done the sesame approach of um, drama therapy is from the Zulu people. No, not the Zulu people. Oh my God, I can never pronounce. It's X-H-O-S-A in South Africa, that wow. tribe of people. She went there and got all of their information and stuff and asked them if she could come back and use their stuff. When you see any of her videos or anything like that, it's not mentioned. In fact, it's mentioned as though it was something that happened in passing, if you like. She yeah. went to Africa, but this has already happened and then she went to Africa and then came back. And it's like, 
no, that's not what you did. Mm. You went and took stuff that been that was ours, and there was there's been no acknowledgement or recognition from it up until today. And this is information I heard from her protege, who is now an older woman running her own courses and blah blah blah. So these are things right. you know. You know when you're like, yeah. So yeah. So my long-winded answer to that question is. Yes and no. I did. No. I, I enjoyed and I endured and I felt very isolated. If yeah. it wasn't for my, if it wasn't for my, the, the black woman on the course with me and my mm -hmm. group, my peers, um, no. Yeah. I don't know if I would have been able to finish the course. Also, I just want to mention when I, when I started the open day, not the open day, the, very first day, the open ceremony. Because mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how yours is, but our open ceremony, we had to do some <laughs> running around the hall and, mm. you know, it was, it was really beautiful, actually. It was really nice, you know, around the hall, music playing. Um, we had to pick up stones. We had to, you know, make a pack to ourselves and all of those sorts of things, which was amazing. Um, but when I went in, there was a black woman on the... Um, on the faculty, Samantha Adams, I have to say Samantha Adams, um, on the faculty. And um, yeah, I'll never forget that when I saw her, it was like, okay, I can be here. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first thing. Um, there's a black woman on the faculty. Yeah. And she looked so amazing, very regal, the way that she looks. Anyway, just the way she is, <laughs> she just oozes all of that magnificence. Um, and I loved it in the morning. I'm just going to say, right, like her hair, she locks, she's natural, she, you know, all of those things. I'm thinking, mm. okay, I'm feeling this. So at the end of the ceremony, I went up to her. I, I beelined for her, literally. <laughs> and I was, um, literally, and I was like, um, thank you. I said, seeing you up there on the faculty made me believe that I can do this. Yeah. Um, and I really appreciate that. And she took my hands. And she said, thank you. Thank you for applying for this because we need you. We really do. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then my first, um, our first workshop or anything that we did, the first module that we did, it was Sam that did, that was our first, mm. which was like, for me, perfect. And she came in storytelling, West African stories from West Africa. And she came in and she did it. And I was like, Oh, okay. Mm. This is it now. You know? Yeah. Um, I had to make sure that I had others in place that could support me. Mm -hmm. So supervision, Black African and Asian Therapy Network, uh, and family. Yeah. So that I could understand what's going on. And be, and not even understand what was going on, but be look after myself mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so yeah that's my experience it's a hard one as well because I want to be able to say to people yeah go and do it especially my brothers and sisters but it's like I want you to go yeah. do it you need to have this in place make sure you have this in yeah. place to do this but I think that's with any type of mental health isn't it when even when you go into um kind of counseling you need to be prepared for what 
they're going to put you through because it's not as simple as just doing a normal course that's not looking at you and you're not looking at yourself yeah you've got to be able to do that wholeheartedly and you know even down to arguments that you're having with siblings or parents or you know family members you've got to think is that was that me that brought that argument on or was that them you're always reflecting you're always challenging yourself to to find a better way around the certain situation that you find yourself in um in life so yeah I, I get it you know I, I it's one of them things that I, I you know I'm a massive um advocate for therapy and for drama therapy and for for people to do the course you know there's a lot of people that have come up to me um in the past that have asked me about doing the course and what you know what it entails and stuff and in a way I've mentored them in going through the course so I'm a massive advocate but at the same time if they are not um they're not at the the, the willingness and they're not and they're not ready to take this course on it will swallow you up and it will spit you out and you will end up maybe worse off than you were when you went in because at least before you didn't know do you know what I mean you didn't know what was going on you're just living your life but now you've got these questions now you've got these you know overarching experiences and thoughts and you you need to you need to find a way of getting them out and you can never shut that Pandora's box now it's open never and it makes me um question you know making sure that you are not just ready but you know what you're entailing so people who say that that they've you know they've gone through mental health issues and they they now want to help other people that's great I applaud you for that but make sure that you are ready for this because if you are not you will you will find out that maybe you're making that person that you're working with worse or you're making yourself worse yeah and you don't know that so you know you need you need to be wholeheartedly you know mentally physically ready for the course and I remember taking times out to to exercise and to and do a lot of my I did a lot of mindfulness um whilst in the course because I I needed that time to to just find freedom and be myself because I found that if I wasn't doing that I'm, I'm just getting swallowed up with everything and it was it was hard I don't know how your course was but my course was on one day so we did it from nine, nine yeah from nine till seven on a Monday and it was just bam 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 that was it um for that wow. one day yeah and it was in, it was intense. So, you know, you had your lectures, you had your, um, I had, we had group therapy. We then had um, other stuff going on in the middle. But yeah, bam, 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 everything was done. Supervision was done in that, it, all in that day. Wow. 
Oh. And we had two hours. They've changed the course now, but we had two hours at the end of the the day. Um, so this is five till seven, where we did group, and that was just our group time together. And I just felt by the time of it, literally, I won't. I was like, I was gone. Um, and and yeah, yeah if, if it wasn't for having a supportive family, one, and having a supportive um, cohort, I don't know if I would have got through it personally. I really don't. Because when I, I look back, I was thinking, should I have done it part time? Should I, you know, part of me wanted to do it just so, yeah, it's done. It's two years, it's done. But that was that at the was beginning me, yeah. when I didn't really understand or know what <laughs> what was going to happen to me. And maybe that's because, you know, <laughs> I decided I was going to apply in the April and get on in the September and have no idea what I'm applying for. <laughs> You're so mean. That's so mean. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it was the best. It was the best way yeah. of me doing it. And yeah, so it was really hard, really tough. And at the end of the two years, we had a big, major kind of, I guess, performance. What is our independent scholarship? What basically is the master's part of the course. Um, and that ran from the start of the second year all the way to the end. And I, um, when I was there, looked at my identity and um, really kind of looked deep into what other men because I realized that when I go to the doctors and I'm filling out applica application forms and stuff I put other I don't want to stick myself in a box for somebody to to look at me and think oh okay that's that's her she's that she's from that race or something like that so um, I looked at other and I realized that um looking at that I was I felt like I was the only one there was one other black um student on the course and there was also a lady who was from America who was um I think came I think her heritage was Mexican um so Latina but barring that everybody else in my cohort was lovely people but they were white so it was quite sometimes very difficult for them to to understand um some of the things that I was going through even though you know some people got it it was maybe explaining it again or um or sometimes being silent I felt like most of the time yeah. in there I, I didn't say anything because there was nobody to to bounce off there was nobody to to go yeah I get that yeah I really understand um so I just stayed quiet there was one time when we did uh me and my friend did um we did like uh it was a talk um on different ways in which we we grieve mm. so he she did it from the white perspective and I did it from the Caribbean perspective and we look I looked at the nine nights and how we look at returning back to Africa and that nine nights of, of our journey back yeah. to Africa and, and 
it was after that that my um lecturer was like oh I didn't know that and that's really interesting and was asking a lot more questions and I was thinking these are the things that you really should know or maybe have an awareness of because you're teaching an arrangement of people that have an arrangement of different experiences and yes you might not understand exactly every experience that they have gone through but you need to to be able to be open um, to their experiences and to be able to take them on board when we're expressing what we've got to express from our perspective. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, they didn't try. I'm just wondering how much they understood. So, can, and, and, and maybe just... how, yeah. No, go on, sorry, finish that. What you I'm were just thinking as well, and, and maybe how much, in a way, things were, grades may have been lowered because of their, their lack of understanding. So, you know. Without a doubt. I mean, um, just as you said that, it just brought back a, another um, moment for me when doing dissertation, um, in our dissertation group, um, my dissertation supervisor, who is, I don't know, second in 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 teaching, I don't know what you would, I don't know how they do it, like, but you know, you've got your main person, then you've got the person after, he's that guy anyway, and he's been doing mm -hmm. it for over 20 years, doing his course, yeah? I'm definitely wow. not the first black person that you've worked with, I'm definitely not the first black person, because even the cohort above us had like, Three black women, yeah, something like that, yeah. And so I don't know, but I'm definitely not the first one. You've been doing this for over twenty years. He said to me, because I said to him, I, I wanted a black supervisor and I wanted a black therapist for my second year, and um, but I could only get a black supervisor. I couldn't get a black therapist. When I when I brought it to dissertation to to dissertation supervision, he said to me, "Let me challenge you. I'm just going to give you a challenge." You know, because um, I'm aware through many years of experience that when you have somebody who's similar to you or looks like you, no, having somebody who doesn't look like you and, it, and is absolutely different to you can have an even more, there was a term he used because they love to intellectualize stuff as well. There was a term he used, but I can't remember what it is, but he said something along the lines of basically um, through his experience, he knows that people that don't look like you or different to you, you have... Um, they can have an even more deeper empathic um, understanding to who you are and stuff like that. He said, for instance, for me, you know, I can go out and find a, um, a, a therapist, supervisor like myself, you know, male, middle-aged, you know, and all of that. But I've chosen, this is what he said, I've chosen to, know not, to not do that. So my, my therapist that I have now is female, Asian, oh, something else. But basically, he said, so I let him finish because I'm looking at this guy and I was like, my peers are looking at him as well. All white people looking at him as well because they're like, is this man really going down this road? Um, mm. Then so he, he, so I let him finish because he's talking, talking, talking. So I let him finish and I said to him, the difference between me and you is that you have choice. 
to choose who you want to have. You can choose somebody who looks like you or doesn't look like you. I don't have that choice. More often than not, I have, right now, the only choice I have is I have to have, I have to choose this person that I, there's one person that I can use. I can either have this person for supervision or have this person for therapy, but I don't have the choice to say, oh, I'm going to have a black therapist for therapy. I'm going to have a black therapist for supervision. Mm. I don't have that choice. I can, then he said, it was his response. His response was like, oh, never thought of it like that I looked at him because I was like he's been doing this for for 20 years I'm not the first black um trainee that you've had in addition to that I'm not the first one that has not been that is that is shouting from the rooftops like mm. there's things that are happening it's those sort of my yeah because I don't think it's microaggression that's abuse. Yeah. Is what we have to pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up for the whole time that we're doing the training. Sorry, yeah. I just need to share that because it was like No, no, and it's and it's true. That that's where we're where we're coming from. This is our experiences. And this is what we we need to change for you know the next generation of therapists coming up that are, are getting to see a black representation in their classroom so that they can understand exactly where they and we are coming from because we're coming from that perspective you know we have t- you know we have seen racial r- racial undertones we know when you know we've been racially profiled all that kind of stuff is in us you know we walk around with it every single day and there's other people that don't and it's great that they don't and that, you know good for them but what they need to understand is where we're coming from and yeah what i don't seem to have got myself is how they don't get it after so long i don't understand how we are still here in 2020 talking about something that my, my parents spoke about and you know and their their parents spoke about why are we still in this space where we are classed as the other and, we are, and we're also yeah. classed as somebody that doesn't belong and that was all my that yeah. was my performance for my IF was belonging my- where where do I belong you know they tell me to go home I go back to Jamaica. They call me English girl, and that you don't belong here. English girl. So where where do I where where am I supposed to sit? Where and how for for a person of color is supposed to understand that and and make it and and be fine with it? I think that's the the main thing being being okay with with the idea of not having a belong not having a home yes i'm just finding a quote right now me angelou um because i i'm so let me go back so first of all um when they say we have to work hard and we have to do 10 times more Mm -hmm. to get even get making it's so true but yeah. also 
we have to work harder to find out about ourselves in the process of doing whatever work we're doing. So whatever discipline we're in, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be therapy, just whatever discipline you're in, as black people, we have to go the extra mile to find out about where we fit in in this because we're omitted from that, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing that, that means we do have to work time, time, time because they can keep, they keep us out of the room. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yes, I'm doing this. You're giving me all these people that I have to read. Sue Jennings, I don't know, um, freaking Young, uh, all of these things. Great. No, all right, great. But what about Franz Fanon? Because it's same time. <laughs> you know when it's like the same yeah. time frame? <laughs> yeah. He wasn't even brought into the equation. <laughs> Not even brought into the equation. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what, what's that about? We've got Ben Yokakola, I can never pronounce his surname, um, Professor um, Wesling, uh, Chris Wesling. You know, we had all of these people. These people were out there. Amos Wilson talking about development of black children. All of these people were out there all at this time that this information was never. So we have to go and find it. We have yeah. to. And that's what I tell all my, um, my, 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 my people that I talk to, that they come and ask me, you know, um, in my undergrad and postgrad, they oh, do you want it to do this course? I'm always like, yes, do it, do it. But mm. understand, you have to do the work for self because if you don't, you're going to lose out on yourself. Yeah. And then, yeah. so now I'm um, I'm doing an African psychology and African centered therapy course. It's wow. a diploma. A diploma. And, and yeah, it's just breaking things down even more now for me to have an understanding of how we work from our perspective. Mm-hmm. The energy and the flow, and it feels so good to be able to just say, to not be black mm. in the training. Yeah. Oh, they, they gave us, sorry, they gave us this quote. Um, Maya Angelo said, you, you only are free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place and no place at all. The price is high and the reward is great. I love that. Yeah. I love that. When I heard that, I was like, I don't need to belong here with these people in the sense of what I thought was, we can be anywhere and do this work. Yeah. So what we're taking, the training that we're taking on, the conditioning that we're given, clearly where we are, that conditioning hasn't penetrated. Yeah. If you like, because we're still being able to stay true to ourselves in in the work that we've had to do through the process of doing the, the course. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about myself and so much about my people and my community because I had to go and do so much research yeah. based on what they had given me what they were giving me here you know what I'm saying where it didn't fit so that has really helped and in that sense I'm feeling in a place where I'm like shit I can do yeah. this 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 is how I do my drama therapy this is how I work with my people this yeah. is how we do it and not everything is for everyone but I, this is what I come with so if you're able to receive and we can work together then we go and do this and if you're not yeah See you later. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Because my goal is to work with my community. That is my goal. And 
I more of us to come into training so that we mm-hmm. can go out and do this as well. Because also we have to be very careful them churning out um, as my um, <laughs> as my therapist says coconuts, Oreos. Yeah. So you you yeah. know because it can it's very hard. And I don't mean to be judgmental or say these people there's something wrong with them. What I'm saying is I understand the hardship of like, you know what, I'm just going to take this train I'm going to work with it, I'm going to go out and I'm going to use it this way because I ain't got time to be dealing with all of that. I have to deal with that on my daily life anyway. Um, yeah. And I just don't want to deal with it. I just want to get it, go out, earn my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do the work, earn my money, and I'm just going to keep it. Is. And, you know, I get it. Mm. We live in very difficult times. But I can't be that woman, unfortunately, because, not for, unfortunately, fortunately, I can't be because... I'm very sure about how I felt when I was doing my training, both my undergrad and my postgrad in that the training, something needs to change in the training yeah. for us for to go out because there is that whole thing of when once you become a therapist, you still have to go out and find your way to be a therapist. But we have a double level, level of that. Finding mm-hmm. your way as a therapist, but finding your way as a therapist who is black, who happens to be black. Yeah. Yeah, and true. true. Within that, yeah, and I think so. It's it, like if I know yeah. this, it helps. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sorry, and I think ahead. no, no, it's fine. And I'm and I'm just trying to think back over my um experiences within education. I've always been the minority, so I don't think I've seen it as a always a big problem because I'm always. You know, I'll make a joke out of it. Oh, they all, they all, they'll always need, you know, the token black person to 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 get the quota. So maybe I'll be yeah. that. And that's, you know, it's fine when you're laughing at yourself, but when you start to to kind of think about it and you know reflect on on the idea of what that actually means, um, you start to to question the mm. entirety of it all, and again it's the rooms um I've been I've watched the the new Hamilton um performance um musical and it's amazing so if you have chance to watch it it's absolutely I love you I literally just started <laughs> watching today like me and my daughter because she's been trying to get it to me to watch it for ages but I couldn't watch all of it because it's like two hours and that so I fell yeah. asleep but I'm on it today babes <laughs> yeah on it today. Sorry, it's, ama- Sorry. it's amazing but one of the um one of the songs in the actual musical mm. is about the room where it happened nobody was in the room where it happened and I'm thinking if we're not in the room where these things are happening and you know laws are being made questions are being raised that are being answered we will never be able to move on these questions will never be answered. Our children will be still having the same problems that we are facing because we are not in the room. So how do we get into the room, number one? And number two, how do we stay in the room? Mm. But also, it's wholeheartedly about the community letting us in. Or, or is it letting us in or is it us, you know, knocking down the doors? But I come in with my big foot, I knock down all them dolls. Sorry, just having a moment. 
yeah do you know what I mean it's kind of understanding um that and kind of making sure that we are in them rooms and we are having them conversations and we are we are the intellects we are bright we are clever people so it's getting us in there and having that representation throughout the board so you know getting us on in fact they're getting us high up in certain areas so that we can have these conversations and I know um Sam Adams is quite high up in in Badda right now um from what I can remember um and Cairo, yeah. as, well. And Cairo as well so it's having our representation there to show that we are a multi um disciplinary kind of group moving forward and it's not just yeah. white middle class getting um, in these areas. But okay. at the same time, I am very aware that if you do go to the Badda conferences, you are still going to be one of the token black people. You um, know what? I, if I'm honest, right, just now, just, I'm just going to be honest. I am so petrified. Yeah, petrified is the word of moving on up into these spaces. And, I'm, and I say petrified, I don't mean petrified as in, no, the pet, being petrified is the motivation for me. Yeah. It's like, gotta do it. Gotta go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, girl, but I'm understanding that the more the more mm, awareness you have, the more you know what, the more you're able to, because I don't want to make it sound like we can't articulate ourselves because that feeds into the internal oppression stuff that they, 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 they fling on us. But I mean, it's, there's something along the lines of, I'm more aware is the more powerful you become, the more you step into your power as a black woman, as a black person, mm-hmm. and especially as a black woman, um, the more you, the more um, fights you're gonna have to deal with. It can become, you know, and that's why I, I have much props for people like Samantha Adams and Cairo, and just thinking about women that I know who work in different fields and have gone to, you mm-hmm. know, my, one of my friends, um, she's a senior lecturer, she's a nurse and she does senior lecture. And she really comes from an African-centered space, a black space in their teaching. And she gets so much stress mm. and literally cannot make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> a mistake can literally ruin everything for you. So all of that. So it's almost like I want to do this because I want to do this. I want to, and I've, I've got a voice and I want to use my voice and I want to step into my power and I want to, but it's also like, wow. That's another level of preparation that you have to to get prepared for. To get prepared for, because yeah, the more you know, actually, it become it can become even more detrimental to you. And I don't, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to be. This sounds all very um, <laughs> negative. I would say mm. for me, what I'm saying, but in a sense, it has to be that way in order to get the positives. If that means yeah. because this is the society that we live in. Um, so yeah, it's all a bit mad to be the double consciousness is as Du Bois um, says is on the next level with it's like yeah, it's on, it's, 
you don't, I didn't even realize there was levels to this. I was just like, we just got double consciousness. I thought to deal with it. How do I work around this? And so I can just have one and just be me. But it's like, yeah. you become, yeah. the more I have to deal with that. Yeah. It's true. And I was watching a CNN um, show yesterday and it was on um, Obama's new book that's coming out. And there was uh, an African um, lady that reviewed the book and she said she, she wanted him to go further. She wanted him to go further in the book from a racial perspective. And she then said, it's one of them things that he couldn't do. He had to be a president for, for everybody. He couldn't just be a president for one race, even though he was of that race. And I always said he's in a really difficult position because he knows what his people are going through. He would love to change it. Like every black person would love to go, right, I'm going to sort out the police. I'm going to sort out racial stereotypes with everybody. I'm going to sort out the white, you know, the, the right and stuff like that. I'm going to sort mm-hmm. all that out. But at the same time, he couldn't, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do that. Do you know what I mean? As much as he wanted to, he couldn't do it all. His hands were like this. Yes. Yeah, they were wrapped. You couldn't, his hands, when you say your hands were yeah. tied, his hands were literally. Yeah. And then, you know, he got out of power and a lot of people cussed him out because he didn't do what he should have done. And I'm like, he couldn't. And I tried, yeah, I tried to, tried to, I tried, you know, when people are always talking about him, this, that, blah, I'm always like, people just, do we just forget that what we're dealing with, what we deal with on a daily basis? Yeah. Like, well, we can't even change things in our own way, in our own lives, let alone being given for a nation. Yeah. <laughs> like, for, for yeah. be given responsibility. And you have black in you. <laughs> Yeah. That in itself is like yeah. that's crazy. And you know, they're they're it's, looking at the legitimacy of him and they're looking, yeah. you know, they're they're cussing him out over over that and they're making him they they've declassified him as a person in a way. So how is he supposed to do what what they and he you was, know what the community wanted him to do? And this is how from no like bits and pieces here and there yeah. in what he could do, you know yeah, yeah so definitely and this is how come I feel like Joe Biden's gonna do a lot more because of his skin tone it, it's as simple as that like they work together they're best mates but he's gonna get the job done as Barack couldn't just because of his skin tone and that is where I feel like this is terrible yeah it is and then we, that's across the pond. But then we look here, we have no representation in our, in our government. And even if we do, it's like, it's still wild. Yeah, they're not, yeah. The ones, the ones in the government that are there for us, you don't hear about them. And if you do hear about them, they mix them up. They do stuff to make them seem insignificant. Yeah. 
And then the ones that are coconuts um, is the ones that they put up at the forefront. The ones that are not fighting for the cause of people, for our mm. people and other um, ethnic minorities, but more our people, because it is a black and white thing. I was, um, there's a lady that I follow on Instagram. She's an anti-racist practitioner. She's a, um, I think she's Latino. I'm not sure. Um, mm. But she uses her, her, her platform to speak about the disparities and you know all of that all of but yeah yeah we've got we've got we've got there's stuff to do yes to do and this is the thing we have to get to work and it's about for me it's about talking to our our young people getting them more involved in what drama therapy is getting the word out for them and you know on top of that it's you know making sure that we have a representation in our universities so from your perspective your university and and, and then from my from my my university because it's not going to change if we don't have that representation and maybe I'm a bit I'm quite a like, yes, let's do this on a Monday and then on a Tuesday, I'm just like, yeah, but I could just stay in bed. So I need to get that kind of motivation. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's standard though, babes. I don't think that we, I think we get, we grow into it and we become, and we all have our own way of doing it. It's like being the, the drama therapist that you are. There's your own way of doing it. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's, so I think there's a no, uh, there's our own way of doing it. And we have to be okay with that. I think that's what's important as well. Um, Definitely. Uh, and taking care of self. So there's only so much we have to do. Not we have to do. There's only so much you, if there's only so much we can do, there is only so much each of us can do. So do what we can do, but don't yeah. beat your up self be upset what we can't do yeah because I I, we're living yes we are we are we you are. know what I mean yeah and I was thinking, thinking about like it. that's the real I was thinking about just now um, I was thinking about um I don't know if you've heard of him Malidoma Patrice Malidoma Somme Ooh, he no. is a psychologist mm. I think psychologist but he's also a traditional healer okay. he was initiated because he's from Burkina Faso so he was initiated so he's an African shaman the right. original yeah um but he he has also gone on to have he's got two masters and two PhDs in psychology and all the rest of it and he's done that it's like Dr Naeem Akbar they did this because Obviously, in order for us to do this work and get ourselves heard, we need to have their yeah. qualifying paper, even though we know that we have to have their qualified painting. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to listen to this person. But he's still been able to do all of that and still keep the traditional healing that he does. He travels to Burkina Faso, he takes people, they do, they do rites of passage, he does all of those stuff like that. And I'm like, 
he's a psychologist, but truly at heart, he's a drama therapist. <laughs> he's all the creative arts in one. He's yeah. literally a drama therapist. Like, I love him. Like, I think he's amazing. But it really made me think about, yeah, I'm definitely going on to the next step, going to do my PhD, because I want to go to Africa. Yeah. But I but want that's... to be here as well. I want to be able yeah. to bounce and how yeah. do I merge that I want to be in in I have so much respect for how he's it's not even merged how he's living the parallel yeah. process of both of what he's doing love it like that's where I want to be that's what I want to yeah. do so check him out Malidoma Som Mal- Patrice Malidoma Som he's also got a book called Ritual that mm-hmm. looks Rituals, amazing book, and his wife, what's her name? Som Sabona Some S O M E. Their surname is spelled. She's got a book on intimate relationships and the spirituality relationships. They're really wow. small. You know, each of the books are really small book, but why are they full of? Really makes you think about yeah, where we are and what we do and how we do it. And amazing. I think it's imperative that we it's a difficult one i think it's important important that we get ed- educated as much as we can yeah and education is not necessarily academic um in addition to that ensuring that we get academically educated as well so that we yeah. can have a platform for our voices to be heard and action to be taken yeah with an African-centered drama therapist who's going to role model for me, yeah, what is innate in to do with 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 my clients. So yeah. now I'm in that space outside of my training. I'm now in that space now. So yeah. going on to do our PhD, there's going to be so much more. Well, like you said, just the caution. Going to have people going to have our back, and what my supervisor said to me on my th- when she was my supervisor, the first when I had my first conversation with her, and she said to me, "I want you to remember, Koya, that every time you go into a space, that ancestors are with you." So on top of yeah, yeah, <laughs> so so in addition to us finding that space with people the physical if you like the earth angels the physical people Mm. that are here we've already we're in that space when we're in those spaces with our white therapists where we're in the training when we were in the training and being the 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 minority in in the training when we're in these spaces and it's just us we're never alone and that's what we have to tap into as well we're never alone and that's why we're able to get through in the way that we've got through yeah. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? So yeah. going in to do our PhD now, sister, we're about to. Mm. And because we've already got our masters, if you if you like, um, when we go in and when we say what we need to say, we've got so much leg, so much room, so much foundation to stand on that they 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 we can challenge them and don't feel no way like oh. I'm not gonna get my degree. Be like, oh, is it? I'll appeal that shit because I know. Like, you know what I'm saying? And all that. What do you mean? Yeah. This is what I'm thinking about. Who's marking what? Where, who are you? That's marking. How do you know that? You know what I mean? All of those yeah. sorts of things. So, yeah, let's we can, do it. Uh, yeah, let's we do can it. ask. Let's, and... this. let's take it to the next. 
it, it's amazing that we we have that like we have the tribes behind us we have our community behind us, but we also going forward will be able to say we are in this room number one but number two that how can you downgrade me for an experience I have I've been through and you have not ever come on now you can't tell me you understand and you don't stop using me as a subject yeah an object I'm a human being I'm real and this yeah. is what I experience based on your behaviors <laughs> yeah <laughs> or the behaviors of your forefathers that's still playing yeah. out now you know so I'm with it like I'm here let's do it let's let's go yeah. for it um let's put it on because we're making changes for those. What do they say when, when, as we go forward, we reach back? Yes. As we keep going forward, we reach back. So we're reaching. So in this going forward, we're reaching back to help those that are coming after us. Yeah, definitely. And it's our that, community as they, yeah. our community comes forward. Yeah, definitely. It's like that bird. What's the bird called? The, there's a bird that looks. Sankofa. Psycho, Sankofa. Yeah. Sankofa bird. Yeah. So look but we have to keep looking back mm. we have to look at our past to know how we're moving forward isn't it like come on yeah. now to create for what we're doing so i'm about this oh okay okay yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah babe get it get it babes get it 